is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. We're going to carry on and plan the sequel, because let's face it, baby, these days, you got to have a sequel. Yeah! Welcome back to Micro Queers. That's all I got. That's all I oh, got. Oh, that's all you got? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's Joe, and <laughs> I'm Trace. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I had to pull up my description. I got distracted. That's okay. Folks, we are talking about Lee Haven Jones's Want It. Wait, that's what it's called? <laughs> yes, it's called Wanted. That's why I said it's a terrible title. My YouTube clip says it's called A Welcome Stranger. This... Dude, this is what I was just saying before we started recording. I don't know why that video says that. No, oh, okay. The, the proper that title is more... called Wanted. It's not a great Well, everyone, title. you're getting like a peek behind the curtain at Joe's, Joe and I's organizational skills. So there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm just going to cross that uh, name off of my notes because <laughs> that's not the name of the short. Yes. Very confusing. Yeah, so this is... Um, well, it's a bit of a rug puller, right? Uh, <laughs> we've got a man who breaks in, well, supposedly breaks into someone's house. And yes. that that's the basic premise. It's a man that breaks into a man's house. Indeed, yeah. So this is a ten and a half minute short. It was written by Roger Williams. The pair have worked together before. But yeah, the logline is basically just somebody breaks into this fairly modern house, eats things out of the fridge, checks out the sound system, plays on the rug and then he is apprehended by the owner of the house who makes him strip naked and then jerks him off and then the twist reveal is that you find out these are actually men who are a couple and this is part of their sexy role playing yes which okay so i kind of keyed you into this ahead of time so there is a movie from 2013 called some velvet morning and it stars Stanley Tucci and Alice Eve. And it's directed by Neil LeBute, who did the Wicker Man remake and Nurse mm-hmm. Betty. But the whole movie is done like a play where it's like they're in a hotel room and she's his mistress. And they like they're just ta- they're just talking the entire time. But there's a rape scene. Oh. But basically, like the twist ending is that she's his hooker. Mm-hmm. and it's just their arrangement, their financial arrangement. So it wasn't really rape because it's part of their arrangement. So watching this scene, watching this short film play out, I was like, oh my God, it's just like that Neil Butte movie. <laughs> yes, it, it's very much, I mean, I I like these kinds of things, mm-hmm. if only because it forces you to recontextualize what it is that you've watched and re-examine kind of everything that you've seen before. But I I thought that this was novel because we haven't seen this in a short that we've looked at before. Like, I feel like twists are very much something where you can lay the groundwork over 80 or 90 minutes and then you pull out the rug. Whereas here, it's like you're trying to do this in 10. Well, and also because it's kind of a genre switcher, right? Because it starts and you're like, okay, cool. This is some kind of a stalkery home invasion thing going Mm -hmm. on. And it turns out it's actually kind of a romantic drama. Yeah, like to the point where when I finished it the first time, I actually thought, oh, I can't program this because it's actually not a horror film. It's not even a really mm. a thriller film. And then I thought, no, everything about the tone and the music yeah. and the way that it's filmed 
is deliberately cueing you to think, oh, okay, something bad is going to happen here. Yeah, I mean, the first six of the ten minutes of this short are watching this guy do what we presume to be very creepy things around this house. I mean, really, for me, it's the carpet rubbing where he's just like, I'm like, okay, even in the world where it's like, okay, let's say we know that what, what that it's a role-playing thing they're doing. Why is he rubbing himself on the carpet? <laughs> Okay, so so this is where I introduce my own twist in the into the proceedings, Trace. So okay. I cued you before I sent this to you that you could decide whether you wanted to look up who this writer director pair are yes. or not, and you opted that you didn't want to look it up. Yeah, no, I I want the surprise. Surprise me on air. Okay, so wanted as I mentioned. This is written by Roger Williams, and it's directed by Lee Haven Jones. And they are the duo behind the South by Southwest film that we watched earlier this year, The Feast. The f- okay, so <laughs> I, I, okay, so it was so funny because I did look at the name. But I, didn't, I didn't look this person up. I didn't, I didn't look Jones up. But I had just added The Feast to my letterbox uh, horror list for the year because it just got picked up for distribution. Yes, it'll be out in Thanksgiving, folks. And we would highly recommend it. So do keep that on your radar. Yes, it's very, very good. I literally saw this director's name then twice in a day and didn't put it together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And all the house porn makes so much sense. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, like it, it's structured very similarly to The Feast. And I realized like for listeners, you have not seen The Feast, so this is not going to mean much to you. But yeah, that actually really, really tracks because so much of this is spent like observing the space of this house and how nice everything looks as this intruder is messing things up, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, folks, the feast is about a woman who gets hired to cater waiter a party by some rich political family, and the majority of the film is watching her explore this house and get distracted by the the kind of secretive personalities within this family. Like everybody has secrets that they're hiding, and you know that the whole film is ramping up to something really big. And in the case of The Feast, it's actually quite bloody. And I feel like even though you haven't seen that feature length film, if you watch this short, it gives you a really good mm-hmm. taster. It's almost like an amuse-bouche of what to expect from the full length film because of the way it's shot and styled and the the feeling of just like, oh, shit, something bad is going to happen. And in this case, it's just like a sexy surprise. But in The Feast, it's something it, well, it is, together. but like, I do wonder though if, like, if your if your average person's going to watch this, and even when the reveal happens, and they're going to be clutching their pearls, like, ooh, that is that is too much for my 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 prudish mind. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the short or the feast? No, the short. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I'm moving back to the short. I I won't lie. So I was watching the short in preparation for this, and my husband Brian was sitting right next to me, and I almost wanted to like turn the the computer away from him because it felt so sexy and like verging on almost pornographic to the like and you're not seeing anything it's just really shot in such an evocative way that you're really left well like you can picture everything it's very sensual like it's not a porno we're talking about here we don't actually see any nudity we get some side butt but that's it Mm -hmm. but um it's very, it's just a lot of heavy breathing. Like, and actually, it's interesting. So this this video on YouTube has over a million views, and if you read the comments, <laughs> it's from a lot of gay men who are turned on by this video. 
yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find this short incredibly sexy and hot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it's not just because, you know, the, the man who is forced to disrobe has like a very attractive body and all that. Everything. But I just, yeah. you're right. It's that intimacy, right? Like, and it also feels, I don't want to say that it's invasive because until you know no, what the relationship no. is, you don't truly understand it, but it it feels risky. It's it's dangerous. It's invigorating. It's it, it, it's like an injection of spark into mm-hmm. a romance. Like, and we don't know anything about these characters. We don't know if they're on the rocks. We don't know if this is just part of their daily routine or like whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact is that there's something that works for them, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I even liked the, um, I mean, this is such a weird touch, but like when he says like, did you, you didn't make a big mess, did you? And he's like, oh, not as much as last time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> so now we're talking about the amount of semen that comes out of this guy's dick. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's such an important line, right? Because if not, you might think, oh, this is a home invasion and yeah. they have just caught each other in the act. And here you're like, no, no, this is a game that we play. Like yeah. this is to spice up our sex lives. And also we've got company coming, so we got to clean up. Like it's it's just such a perfect capper on this short. It, yeah, it's it's really, really, really good. I was very surprised by this, and I, I really enjoyed it. This is one of my favorite things that we've watched so far, probably. Oh, wow. Okay. But I'm a sucker for a good twist, so. Right, yeah. And you know me, I love some house porn, so. Yes. So I guess then, Joe, though, would you watch a feature-length version of this? I, I mean, I don't know what this would even look like. I think this works Sorry, I, I'm taking the answer from you. I think this works well as a short. <laughs> no, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. I think this works as well as it does because it is so short and contained. I think mm-hmm. any longer, and these would have to be characters with dialogue and personalities, and then you're losing the twist, which is really the thing that sells it and makes you want to go back and rewatch it again. I agree. Well, listeners and viewers, let us know what you think of this. Uh, if I, because I, 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 again, I just I think. It's a, there's a lot of good talking points here. So let us know. And on that note, we can cross out want it, not a welcome stranger. <laughs> yes. And cross out micro queers. Disgusting Podcast Network, home of creepy, disturbing, and terrifying creepy pastas, SCP archives, weekly full cast storytelling, Sephora queers, genre commentary from an LGBTQ perspective, and the Boo Crew. Horror centric interviews. Listen free wherever you stream audio and at bloodydisgusting.com slash podcasts.